Hello and welcome to Ode to Games. I'm Kevin Valine, joined alongside Logan Plain. How are you doing, Logan? I'm doing really well. I'm glad to be back, Kevin. Yeah. And Zach Ross, how are you doing, Zach? I'm doing amazing. All right, we've got a lot to get to, a lot of news, and this episode's going to be a little bit shorter than normal, so why don't we hop right into what we've been playing so we can get into the news pretty quickly. What have you guys been up to? Zach, you want to start? Yeah, totally. I've been playing, uh, I played a handful of stuff this week, but I'll gloss over some of the less important stuff. I played more Stardew Valley with my group of friends. We're about 40 hours into our farm. That's like the summer of year two. That game goes by really fast, even though it's it takes a long time to get through the day, but I never noticed because of how fun and like how lost you can get in that game. And then I played more Sonic Mania. Logan and I took a trip to Portland and I played on the car ride. I didn't play a whole lot because we were talking a lot of the way, but then I played some more after I got back. And oh, I was wrong. I was wrong last week when I said I was. I've just finished Chemical Plant. I had just finished Studiopolis. I was just wrong. So I was a little further than I thought I was. And now I am in Stardust Speedway. Ooh, so that's a good one. I'm, yep, so I am working my way through that. And then on the trip, I bought my first Castlevania game. Ooh. So I bought Castlevania Lords of Shadow, which is a 3D Castlevania on the PS3, which I saw got pretty decent rating. So I was really excited to pick it up for like $15. And I broke that open. And um, so far, it's really good. I like the combat system. You're fighting demons, of course, and... You've got the the standard Belmont chain whip, so you're just hacking and slashing through these these enemies. I wouldn't call them hordes because they only give you a few at a time, but the the killing is pretty satisfying. And then there's also this um, uncharted like platforming of like uncharted one because it's er, like PS3 era platforming, but that's also cool. And you can use like the, I just got to the part where you can use the chain whip as like a hook and swing across things, so that's pretty good. So I'm enjoying my first Castlevania, even if it is a 3D one. I don't know how much I'll, I'll love the, the 2D ones if I ever go to those. And then the last thing I played, which might be the most important, is the last episode of the last season of The Walking Dead video game, which came out on Tuesday. I I was struggling to get through my, my day on Tuesday knowing that I had to play this episode. I downloaded it when I woke up, and then I had to leave. And then once I got back, I, I sat down That's the worst. to play it. I know. <laughs> it is a terrible feeling, but I finally got back, and I sat down to play it. It wasn't... It wasn't terribly long. I thought it'd be longer considering it was the final episode, but that was fine. Um, overall, the season was pretty solid. I think the ending, I found it satisfying. This is very spoilery, so I won't say anything that gives anything away. But I, I, I considered, I, I had a very strong idea of where they were going to take the end of this story. And they kind of went in that direction. And then it changed it, and I didn't expect it. And I, I was very appreciative that they they didn't do what i figured they would because i would have been kind of upset if they just took it in that route so they changed some stuff up um it was a nice ending i i i think it was a good ending to the the character arc for clementine who's a character that i that i love very much because i you know i've been playing those games since like 2012 i don't remember when the first one came out but i think it was around that time and yeah i i i'm glad it ended the way it ended and I, I don't regret playing that franchise. And I think it's a franchise that you guys should pick up because it is really good. And that that is all I've played this week. It's actually not true. You right. played something with me for five hours in a hotel room. Zach and I oh, plugged away linked. at A Link to the Past. Uh, yeah. We beat 
three more dungeons, I think, over the weekend, and I am really enjoying that game. There was one boss yep. that was absolutely railing us, so we started abusing the save state feature on the SNES Classic. <laughs> uh, but Not cheap. No, I think it's fine, because we just had to walk through the dungeon over and over to get back to the boss to oh, get slaughtered. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it is yep. a game from, what, like 1993? So it makes sense that that's how it works. Uh, but we just use the save states. It's nice that they're there. Uh, I really like that game. Zach, I think, is enjoying it, too. Oh, yeah. So it's great. My first uh, 2D Zelda experience, I'm having a great time, uh, even when I get frustrated at these bosses. Yeah, the bosses <laughs> are kind of cheese sometimes, but we get through them. I'm really enjoying that. Uh, I just only played that this week. I had a really busy week, uh, but we did go to a bunch of game stores in Portland, and I just wanted to say my favorite pickup was I got the original Ace Attorney trilogy in Japanese on the Game Boy Advance, fully boxed with manuals, and that was just an amazing find that I'm really happy about. Nice. Uh, you didn't play anything else? Nothing. That is really it. Yeah. Really? <laughs> wow. Busy week. It's a light week. All right. We'll move into what I've been playing. Uh, last week, I mentioned that I was playing Yakuza Dead Souls, and I was right before the uh, final boss, and I beat it. And it pulled the, the tried-and-true Yakuza formula of having a large gauntlet to get to the final boss that turns into, like, three rounds against the final boss and just keeps on going. Uh, <laughs> so it gets pretty zesty, especially when, like... like I, I'm always really conservative with my ammo in those types of games. Like, I remember I played through The Last of Us, and I was always, like, way more than I should have been worried about my ammo. I always had a ton. I'm like, oh, I got to keep on, like, hoarding this. So I hoarded all of my, like, good ammo until the final couple of fights and then just absolutely rinsed them because I had, like, a bunch of shotgun ammo, and then they gave you a super strong weapon at the end that I had, like, full ammo for. But I can imagine if uh, if you needed those guns for the gauntlet to get to the bosses, it could be pretty screwed <laughs> if you're just relying on your pistols. Um, the boss fights were good, although uh, that was probably the worst of the frame rate problems. Man, there were certain sections in those final boss fights where it was chugging along at like <laughs> 8 to 10 frames a second. Uh, kind of rough there, but overall, good game, good story. If you're a Yakuza fan, go out and play it. If you're not, uh, don't do it. <laughs> there's, if you're not a Yakuza fan, just go play the Dead Rising games or whatever. Uh, I love Dead Rising. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's like that. It is okay. very much like that with just the hordes of zombies, uh, and you're just trying to kill as many as possible. So, Yakuza fan, go play it. If not, just uh, play Dead Rising instead. Uh, the other game I've been playing this week, I went back to 2001 to play the original Paper Mario on the N64. I have that it game on came the, out in uh, 2001? Uh, I think it came out in 2000 in Japan and 2001 in the U.S. That is a late N64 game. Yeah, so I was looking it up, and it came out in relatively early 2001, and the GameCube came out late 2001. Okay. So, yeah, it was uh, right at the end, right, on, right at the tail end. That's probably why it looks so good for an N64 game, despite yeah. some weird frame rate hiccups here and there. Uh, that game looks incredible. What are you playing it for... on? What? What are you playing it on? Uh, my Wii. Nice. I have yeah. it on the uh, on the virtual console. I'm playing it uh, with a GameCube controller. So I've wanted to go back and play the Paper Mario games for a while. Finally getting back to it, I'll play that. I'll play Thousand Year Door. Um, I never. I only played a couple hours of the N64 one originally, so it's really fun to go back. Uh, I love those games and the RPG mechanics and all the different um, party members that you can get. 
and and how that allows you to go back through the world and explore different areas that you weren't able to before. Always like that in games. Uh, so it's a good time. I'm nearing the end already. <laughs> I've been plowing through it. It's not super long for an RPG. It's like 25 hours. So I have one more of the star spirits to get, and then I'm assuming the final boss after that. But I'm having a great time with that. So hopefully I'll be able to talk about final thoughts on the original Paper Mario next week before possibly hopping into the thousand-year door after that. Those games are super good, and I want to go back and play them for a while, so it's fun to go back. That's it for me, and we have a lot of news, so Logan, let's just hop right into it. First, I want to say that next week I'll probably be able to get first impressions on Sekiro, because I'm weakening in <laughs> you, That want to game that. looks intense. It looks so good. All right, the news. First, PlayStation had their first state of play, which is essentially a Nintendo Direct ripoff, and the internet and myself was pretty underwhelmed with all the announcements from from this state of play. What did you guys think of Sony's first crack at kind of copying Nintendo's formula? I mean, for their first go of it, it wasn't that bad, but hopefully if they continue on with it, it'll get better. Yeah, they there wasn't a whole lot there. Like yeah. for for VR owners. And oh, yeah. it's great that PlayStation is not just abandoning PSVR and that they're continuing with that. But the PSVR group of PS4 owners is so small that so much of that state of play was just a non-factor to so many people. And the fact that they didn't have one big actual PlayStation thing to talk about, whether that be The Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima or something, I think mm-hmm. really hurt it. I think there's a couple because... reasons for that. I think, first of all, it's the first time they've done this. I remember a lot of Nintendo Directs that you guys probably never even watched from the Wii nope. U days where like the highlight was like Rusty's Real Deal Baseball <laughs> on the 3DS, a free-to-play game, and it's there were some bad Nintendo Directs. So a lot of it, I think, is about them finding their footing still with this format. And also... I think they might have thought if we do show something about The Last of Us or Ghost of Tsushima, that takes away from all these other smaller titles we're trying to highlight. And I think they wanted the story to be these other games. And that was kind of a a misstep on their part because people were waiting for the big bombshell at the beginning or end and they just didn't get it. Right. And I think that by them not overshadowing these smaller games with a bigger title, these titles got overshadowed by the fact that people were disappointed with State of Play. Yeah, definitely. Which is is a very similar outcome. The other issue, I think, was just that at the end, when when you're supposed to pull out that like one more thing or the big thing at the end, yep. they talked about two games that we already know a lot about. Days Gone has been talked about for years, and it's and it's coming out soon. And then you have Mortal Kombat 11, which is also coming out super soon. So I think that was kind of a misstep to throw those at the end when people are expecting the big thing and be like, here's some more about games that you can play really soon and you've also heard a lot about. Yeah. Congre Genie looked really cool, though. I think that yeah. game looks awesome. Yeah. But we already knew about good. it. We already knew about that game. Yeah, yeah there, there wasn't a whole lot new. Again, it was the, the VR stuff. And <laughs> I will say that uh, the Iron Man VR. I, I saw that. <laughs> I don't know how far along it is in development. It looked Man, that looked really lame. Good. Yeah. Okay, I didn't <laughs> know if I was the only one that really thought that. I thought that looked really No, bad. it did. It yeah. was cool until they showed the gameplay, which is just like, point here, shoot, kill, point yeah. here. It, oh, yeah. it, maybe there's more to it, and they were showing just a little bit. But, man, if that's what the game is, ugh. Yeah. It was all right. State of play was okay. 
All right, up next, a couple of smaller stories about the release of games. First, Judgment from the Yakuza creators will still release on time this summer after the whole cocaine incident with one of its actors, and they will replace him uh, in the English version. And no word still on what they're doing about the Japanese version, but just great news that it's still coming out on time in the West. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming they're doing the same thing, that uh, they're, they're doing the work over there to redo all yeah. that. But yeah, they... Haven't said when they're going to start selling it again over there. But at the very least, uh, really glad that it's still coming out at the same time here. Not to take away any thunder having it to uh, be delayed or something. Yeah. And then a game I'm very excited for, Control, is releasing on August 27th. The gameplay of that looks amazing. Your character can, like, fly the entire time in combat. It looks super cool. I read a feature about it that said that it kind of punishes you for hanging back and hiding behind cover, and that it's not a cover shooter. It's very much like a intense, go-at-it kind of action game, and I'm really excited for that. And Zach's going to pick it up on launch. Mm, well, <laughs> I did really enjoy Quantum Break. Yeah, so I'm super excited so for that game. So maybe a couple days in just to see how it does. Make sure those reviews aren't crap, yeah. I guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so far, just from demos... And the game still has a few months in the shop. It's very positive, positively received so far, so I have high hopes for it. I also have pretty high hopes. I hope they don't disappoint. Looks really cool, and apparently it's way more open and sandboxy than Quantum Break, which is straight linear. Uh, yeah, so very linear. Too. Yep. Okay, I can't wait for that game. A couple more game announcements. Persona 5 The Royale, if you can <laughs> even call that an announcement. Like a month ago, they're like, more information in March. And then in March, they're like, more information in April. Yeah. What does this mean? We got I, a small trailer for so a trailer. At this point, people are assuming either it is a Persona 4 Golden, yeah. which is just an updated version of Persona 5 with possibly like a, new a new character. character yeah, that they were, that's usually what they do. That they featured in this trailer, or it could be a fighter, because they've done that uh, for Persona games as well. Yeah, I'm putting my bet on a Persona 4 Golden type of thing. That's but, really uh, what it seems like. I see a lot of people on the internet really wanting a female protagonist, <laughs> so I th they think that the the girl from the the teaser trailer is potentially like a new form of protagonist. Interesting. Yeah. So who's which, ready for April 24th when we get <laughs> when the we slightly find more out. fed news of yep. Persona 5: The Royal? Yeah. And then oh, yep. Borderlands 3. Zach, you're really excited to talk about this one. Yes, I am. I'm a Borderlands fan. I haven't been since 2012 when 2 came out, but in that time since then, I have delved into the Borderlands series. So I am excited. This is a game that a lot of people have been waiting for an announcement, and that I just watched the trailer that came out at PAX East, and I've got some notes. So All right. So, oh, in, in this trailer is something I'm excited for. The main character from the Telltale spinoff is in this trailer. So, they're bringing the Telltale characters into the mainline franchise, which is not something that usually happens with Telltale games when they make spinoffs. So, I'm really excited because I love that character. Because I, 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 Tales from the Borderlands is, like, just under Walking Dead for me in the, in the Telltale franchise. And... So I'm really excited for that, except he had like this weird evil grin on his face and like a sinister mustache. So I think they might make him a bad guy. <laughs> evil which, stash. Exactly. It's over. So, so I'm a little worried about that. And um, but that kind of makes sense based off like the how things went in the end of these games. No spoilers, but I'm, I'm seeing it going that in that direction. And then they they the trailer did. 
uh, I liked because it didn't show a whole lot of story spoilers because I don't like when when trailers give like too much away of the game. It focused a lot more on on the combat and stuff like that. And the game looks like a Borderlands game, but like more high definition, which is which is good because I really love that stylized uh, game style. And uh, they showed a lot of returning characters to get the nostalgia flowing. They showed like Claptrap and and a bunch of people from the previous games. And then there was something that it said, which I thought was a little confusing. It, it said over 1 billion guns. So I'm like, do they really add over a billion guns to this game? Or is it like modifications that you can like switch little pieces of guns? I don't know it's how that's gotta gonna work. Be they that. showed a billion yeah, is so it has many. To, there's, no, there's no way there's over a billion different guns, but they did show a gun with legs running at the enemy, which I thought was cute. So that was fun. <laughs> um, I am a little worried that they're, they're going to go way overboard on the multiplayer. I think Borderlands games are really fun to do co-op with your friends, but I'm I'm a little worried that it's going to be more like... A shared world shooter? It, exactly. I don't want it to be a shared world with vault hunters everywhere because they're not supposed to be everywhere because vault hunters are kind of a rare thing and I don't want them to go MMO with it because I think that's probably a step in the wrong direction. But I definitely love the co-op aspects because I like playing Borderlands games with my friends. Um, so I hope they, they keep that in because that's one of the key things for them. And other than that, I am I am very excited. Um, they will be announcing more on their website on April fourth, I think. So um, if you're interested, go check that out because I know I will be. It's going to be I've only played, April fourth. Come uh, back on May fifth. Yep, exactly. Pulling an atlas. I've only played some of Borderlands one and a little bit of Borderlands two. I actually mm-hmm. played a little bit the other day with some friends. That's good. Um, but in the trailer, uh, I watched it earlier today, it looked like there was a bunch of different, like, varied environments. And from what I yeah. played mm-hmm. of Borderlands 1 and 2, Borderlands 1 was a lot of desert stuff. And Borderlands yeah. 2, at least in the start, is all snow. Yep. So I'm wondering if the old games had as much environment depth as what I saw in the trailer with more jungle areas, a huge city. Like, it, it looked a little bit more varied. But I don't it know did. if that was in the other games. Um, I, it, I really, I, not to the extent I think they're trying to go for, because, like, it it focused on the aspect of saying many different worlds. So I think that they're trying to show that they're branching out on like the the aesthetic and and the places that the characters will go to. So I think that's also a very good thing. Yeah. So it looked really cool. I liked all yep. the different areas that they were going to. Mm-hmm. Also, you're going to get a remastered Borderlands one when uh, you get more information on Borderlands three. Yes. And I think that's something that people will want not a lot of people talk about borderlands one because everyone loves two so much but i still haven't played the pre-sequel i don't even know what's going on with that i forgot <laughs> I just that heard it's very it. australian yeah <laughs> it's what i've heard yeah so i mean hey uh you may play it before three try and catch up on all the lore or something yeah i hope uh three comes out on ps4 and they don't push it to the ps5 it looked like it was pretty far along. It but. does look like it's pretty done, so hopefully the the release date is not too far off. All right. All right. What else we got? We got anything else? Yeah, last week we got Google Stadia, and this week mm-hmm. we have Apple Arcade. This is another subscription-based video game platform, uh, this time <laughs> for uh, iPhones, iPads, and some Mac desktops. Everyone's yep. just swooping in to get Everyone's a piece of that pie. Dipping their toe in. We just are to not see what sticks. We are not big mobile game fans. Uh, and it seems like these are mostly going to be more mobile tailored experiences. They're not yep. going to be free to play type of games with a bunch of microtransactions. It seems they will be experiences that you pay for once or you subscribe to and you won't have to pay again, uh, which is great. 
a Sonic Racing game is coming out, but it's not Team Sonic Racing. It's just <laughs> called Sonic Racing, which doesn't make uh, sense. Uh, but yeah. Just, it sounds like the generic bootleg yeah. version. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be that threatening to the industry, at least to the extent that Stadia has the potential to threaten the rest of the industry. I think this is just something that'll kind of be there. It'll probably get a few cool exclusive games, but my guess is it won't get anything super worth being like a a requirement for for game fans or anything like that yeah the only thing that worries me about uh, apple arcade was that there were some reports coming out that they could provide uh, payment to developers uh, based on how long people play their games which i think is not a very good way to go about that of just trying to keep people playing your game for as long as possible rather and and then push out some of the smaller titles that don't take as long to beat i think that is not that good of a move yeah i agree a couple more news stories not a great one here ea had to lay off 350 employees over the last week a lot of them were in like marketing departments pr places like that not development uh, per se but that's still a huge blow uh, to that company and it's just it yep. sucks to see that um, that's a lot of layoffs they said that they're trying to become the world's greatest game company they're still not there <laughs> And that this move is to try and take a step back and reevaluate uh, how their company stands in specific regions of the world. And by they're not there, they're pretty much at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> right there along with Activision's uh, recent moves. Uh, yeah. Just chilling in the doldrums. Good old yep. EA. Yeah, so hopefully all those people can find jobs in the industry because that's just, that's so many people. Yeah. I know. Especially after all the other layoffs that have been coming out of the games industry in recent months. Yeah. And our last story for the day, there's a rumor out of the Wall Street Journal, not very reliable, but the, that Nintendo is preparing two different Switch models to release this year. The first is more handheld focus that they see as a successor to the 3DS, and it will be cheaper. And the other is uh, like a new 3DS style of upgrade equivalent to what that was for the original 3DS. Slightly more powerful, will run its games quicker, and maybe better frame rates, things like that. I don't think it's as big of a step from PS4 to PS4 Pro based on the rumors we're hearing, but a more optimized version of the Switch, quicker, snappier is kind of what we're hearing. Uh, my personal pick, I saw someone post this, I think, on Facebook, is that they could be called the Switch Go and the Switch Pro, and I think those names are kind of catchy. Um, you think yeah. PS4 would get a little bit annoyed with that? I don't know. I mean, they just copied... Their called the PS4 Pro? They just copied the, <laughs> the Nintendo Direct, and they released a PlayStation Classic, so I don't think they have much room to talk I mean, about copying. I mean, yeah. at least they didn't call it the PlayStation Direct. That's true. <laughs> yeah, but, that would have been weird. But they did call uh, it the PlayStation Classic. They did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Instead of, like, Mini or something like that. No, that was a direct no. rip-off. So I don't think they really have ground to stand on if they would accuse them of ripping them off because Sony rips off Nintendo all the time. Uh, but, yeah. So do you guys think this is legit? Um, I don't care. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick either of them up. It's probably not legit. But even if it was, I've got a Switch. I don't need to go. I got a 3DS. Where am I gonna go? There's nowhere to go I, but down. I think it's pretty plausible, and I think it's gonna happen eventually. If it's not yeah. happening soon, it's gonna happen sometime. Yeah, it's Nintendo because, we're talking about. Yeah, and for all their successful consoles, they got to keep on releasing stuff for them, releasing new variations. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if. If it is like the new 3DS, if they're going to be like, here's a game that you could only play <laughs> on the new Switch Pro. Yep. 
and then never release anything else ever again. <laughs> just the one example. Here's one game. <laughs> Have fun. Uh, and then be like, hey, you can play virtual console games because this can run old games better. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I think I think it's going to happen I, at some point. I think it'll yeah. definitely happen too. One thing I don't think, I don't think they would release two different revisions at the same time like this yeah. rumor suggests i think this year could be the the cheaper alternative and like next year could be the upgraded one but the part of the rumor i don't buy is that they announce both this summer and they're out a, both out a couple months after that that doesn't seem right to me no. yeah i feel like they would cannibalize your their sales with that and just get people confused definitely yep. especially for like the new switch xl the the, the new 2d switch ll <laughs> Yeah, LL. Yeah, at least they don't have to deal with having two separate lines, but are also the same of the 3DS and the 2DS, and also having like three variations of each of those. Yeah, at least they don't have to deal with that. Yeah, but yeah, that'd be a pretty weird move to release them at the exact same time and confuse everybody, especially for parents or something who are trying to pick it up. It's like I have no idea what I'm getting here. Is it the yep. Switch Pro? Is it the Switch Go? Is it the Switch Normal? I don't know. Yep. So. Just something to look out for and see if we might get an announcement in the near future. And that, Kevin, is the end of our news for this week. All right. I'm sorry, Zach. We're going to have to push (laughs) off. This is just sad at this point. Another week. But I promise we will be there there. next week. Next week we we will. Should we give them a hint of what my favorite type of game is? I feel like they 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 figure it out. They can tell, but... All right, we'll, we'll cover it next week. We'll get it. We'll talk we'll about Zach's favorite game genre all, all right. time next week. Put it off two weeks. We'll get there. But that is going to do it for us on this week's episode. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? We got to play Monster Hunter soon. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> oh yeah, Sea <laughs> Drop, <laughs> like winter or something. Um, yeah. they're releasing DLC all the time. Yeah, we just got uh, yeah, we the do main have to get... game. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to do any of the DLC. <laughs> no. We'll get back to it eventually. All right, that's going to do it for us on this week's episode of Ode to Games. We're here every Friday on iTunes, Spotify, other podcast streaming services that you may use. You can find us on Twitter at Ode to Games. You can send an email to Ode to Gamescast at gmail.com. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.